Hello and welcome to the Pretty Pothead Podcast, where we represent cannabis advocacy, cannabis amnesty, and restorative justice for the people who are sitting in jail while these people run around and make millions and millions and billions of dollars off this stuff we've been trying to sell for years. Anywho. Okay, now we're recording. Go back to what you just said and keep going. <laughs> what we said, we were both talking, we were having a conversation. I know, but you, but you said something about why am I going to leave America? Oh, if I was a white man, I would never leave America. <laughs> what I'm going to leave for, it's your, your, it's the kingdom. Prince, yeah, I'm a. I'm the king, and this is my kingdom. Why would I travel to faraway lands that don't appreciate my whiteness, where my ser- where, where people aren't going to be my servants and aren't going to do things for me? I'm a lord here. I reign. I, and you know what is it? What's the Shakespeare word? And the groundlings. Right. You know, they go about their daily. That their daily lives. Why would I want to leave my lordship and be a groundling somewhere? That 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 doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I see. Sometimes I don't think I don't think we're we think we're groundlings. I think we think everybody else are groundlings, and we can do whatever we want because we are Americans, and we can go to North Korea and snatch a poster down because we don't like the motherfucker that's on that motherfucking poster, <sighs> right? I don't yeah. like you, so I'm gonna take you. But see, in that country, that is a crime, a, 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 a crime. punishable crime. Now, if you did your damn homework, period. But why, what makes you think? You are in North Korea. Just the name mm. North Korea. And if you're going to do something like that, can it be worth something? Can it be like but see, it probably fighting for been. a cause instead yeah. of yeah. just M- money. snatching down money. the flyer? Like, can you... You know, because it's worth something. Be accused of starting an international re- religious uprising. Mm-hmm. It's true. Because in the end, you die over a poster. You die over a poster. In the end, you die over a poster. And, and that could that could start a war. But you know. God bless his mother and family that have to deal with his loss. I know that that must be extremely difficult to deal with. They probably wanted to slap him down too. They probably Yes! If I was his mother, I would slap... You... I, I can't say that. You said, you know what I was going to say? Should what I say? You, what are we gonna say? You better be glad you died over there, cause you came back here. I was gonna kill you anyways. <laughs> All the time and the investment I've given my life to raising you and making sure you've had and providing for you. You wasted twenty, almost thirty years of my life, getting yourself killed over a poster. Over a poster, die for something. I should do a scene where the ghost comes, where the ghost, where the ghost has a conversation, with, and the mother goes off or something like, "How do you?" The ghost of whom? The son who mm-hmm. passed away. He comes back and speaks about his privilege and how he wanna 
change his life. Is there a Shakespeare um is there a Shakespeare story um play about a ghost coming back and talking and doing things? Yes, there are two. Which one what are Hamlet? They? Oh I haven't read I haven't read that. And Julius Caesar. He's a ghost? Um his father yes, after he dies. Um Oh yes, and Macbeth has Banquo. But the Banquo doesn't. Yes, he does. Banquo talks. Um, there's three. Um, there's three. I mean, there's spirits and there's sprites and others. But as far as ghosts that influence the play, or I think there are three. It's too soon. I have to wait a while. I can't, can't do anything like that just yet. What? <laughs> I was like, it'll be a scene. Oh. Well. <laughs> mm -mm. Too fresh. Too fresh. Too soon. Too soon. What? Nothing. You just made me think of St. Peter's Prayer. That's all. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Today, we have a special guest joining the podcast, the incomparable, the wonderfully talented Denzel Washington. <laughs> L. Peter Calendar. Okay, you think you're cute and funny? <laughs> and he is here because. He just closed Raisin at the American Stage in St. Petersburg, Florida. That is, and it's receiving rave reviews. And now he's just started directing A Streetcar Named Desire back at his home theater company, African American Shakespeare Company. And it will open in March. So we brought him in so that we could tap into his experience because let me tell y'all something. I have witnessed firsthand this man turning water into wine. And we'll talk about that later on in the podcast. But he's an amazing director. And I'm not just saying this because I'm currently being directed by him and he's paying me, but I'm just saying. I only work for people that I actually enjoy my job. I don't do things I don't enjoy. And I love working with African American Shakespeare Company and I only wanted to do the show because he's directing it. Whew, that was a long introduction. It's a very long introduction. He's, he's a Juilliard graduate and he returned to Juilliard for their reunion last year. Had a wonderful time with all of his colleagues, which I'm sure he'll mention to you all when he talks on the podcast. But he's an amazing person and an even better friend. Mr. Calendar. Now I'll answer some applause in studio. Applause again. No. Why? Okay. I'm putting him on the spot. But let me tell y'all something. This is recorded, right? Then yeah. you'll play this. But I'm so gonna, it's gonna be on my Just podcast. pause it for a second. Fine. 
Okay, we're back on. <laughs> he tried to get out of it, y'all. He tried to get out of it. No, I didn't no. try to get out of it. I, 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 so, we have questions. Yes, we have questions. And you have answers. Okay, go. Very first question, which I love hearing you talk about. What inspired you to be an actor? I think it was a teacher. It's always a teacher. Um, teachers have great, great influence on their students. Teachers have a great job, thankless job, but it's a, it's a very noble profession. And um, it was a teacher. Of course, I, you know, I put my mother first. Um, my mother challenged me and uh, supported and loved me no matter what. But it was a teacher that got me uh, started in theater and music and art and all the things that I love to do and all the things that I teach now. I'm glad that you said that. Shout out to all the teachers. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do. You are out here shaping the minds of tomorrow, honey. And if we look at what's happening in our current society, we can say, who was shaping these minds? But child, we're not gonna, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but shaping the minds of tomorrow is very important as you see, because children grow up to be adults that have the power to vote, that make decisions and they don't stay children forever. So it's very important that we invest and develop and inspire the youth because they are going to be taking care of us when we are older. <laughs> Especially. <laughs> Go ahead. When, um, yeah, they, they will get older. And, and when the, by the time they're 25, I'll be 180. <laughs> I don't know why you're making jokes about your age because I wasn't. <laughs> I know he felt like I was making a joke about his age, but I really wasn't. Let me tell y'all something. Something. <laughs> he may be 60, but. 60? Oh, that's right, I am. Sorry, go on. But, honey, this is not, a, this is not that type of show, so we're not going to go through. <sighs> <laughs> nope. It's my podcast. I say what I like. That's the premise. I can say whatever I want. And it can be edited can... out later if I feel like it, but I probably will leave it in. Mm -mm. He looked good, y'all. Well, thank you. That's very nice. Yes. He jumps on stage, like physically from the floor, jumps on the stage without taking the stairs. And I know people half his age who cannot do that. Who Hell, wouldn't dare? I can't do it, shit. <laughs> You said shit. You can't say shit. Why not? I don't know. It's a podcast. Well, it's mine. That's why I started it, because I just wanted to do what I wanted to do. We can say all the cuss words. You no, want to say no, them? No, I don't. You ever had a desire to just publicly cuss? <laughs> yes. Let's do it. No. <laughs> you can't do that. People will turn this off. So what? You can't just cuss. Oh, well. If they don't want to listen, they can they can Fuck fast em. forward. Yeah, this is my <laughs> shit. I can say what I want to say. See, I just cuss it's and you didn't my party me. and I fuck if I want to <sighs> say shit if I want to damn cuss if and I want to. <laughs> you would cuss too if it happened to. Da, 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 da. <laughs> say something. <laughs> 
I tell I, uh, I, I, I. He don't want to cuss y'all. He's so. I don't, what bougie? Get all, get bougie? All emotional. Oh, sorry. That's no, not what you were to say. Say uh, something very nice and sweet. I'll say something nice and sweet. <laughs> Please. Um. That your introduction was nice and sweet. The introduction was very, very nice. Thank you. Thank you. I really think we should pause and do this when I'm not. Okay, let's not let's not talk about acting. Then you won't have to feel like you gotta be on your P's and Q's. <laughs> what you wanna talk about? Ooh, we can talk about that. You're getting mentioned in American State American Theater Magazine. You are being mentioned in American Theater Magazine. People to watch in 2018, which is amazing and phenomenal. And let's talk about some of the reasons why you're being picked for that or chosen. Mm-hmm. It's it's um it's a section of the magazine where people are mentioned for what they've done in their careers and their impact on the scene, the theater scene, their potential, their importance. And uh, some people at American Theater feel that I should be one of those six people for the month. Oh, if I had a vote, I'd have voted for you too. For the first, the first issue of, well, actually the second, I guess, of 2018. So that's very nice. I'm looking forward to seeing it and... Um, it's an honor. American theater serves us very, very well. Theater Communications Group, which owns American theater, they're very good for actors and theater and American American stage in general. Mm. You have very nice things to say. Well, I mean, I love what we do. And I'm, and I'm going to hold my thoughts until after the publication comes <laughs> No, no, no! I don't have anything to say about them. I'm just joking, but you know, I, I am gonna. I have to look up the article about Thomas and Sally, and then really come back and have a podcast about my feelings about it. You should, because that was an experience, and now that I know it was, well, you have the inside story. You were there. You yeah. were part of the process. You mm-hmm. were. You were there from. From the first workshop, first read-through, first introduction, you have a voice in this. And I think that would be an interesting topic because now it's a national issue. Yeah. And um, uh, folks that are listening would look it up and they will judge for themselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone had an interesting experience with that show. Um, I'm glad I did it. I mean, I'm glad I was part of that side of it. I mean, I, I, um, I can say that I did it, and I know what the play is about, and I know my feelings about it. Um, but it was, it was an issue, and it's nice to have been a part of an issue, but I wish it didn't go in that direction totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was... Whew, let me tell y'all something. People jump on things before they even have the, all of the information. Yeah, I mean that—that's the part that I thought was misguided by the by the um, 
the resistance, as it were, but the people that objected to the play. I think a lot of there was a lot of misinformation. A lot of misinformation. A lot. And um, the protesters were, at times, disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Um, because when people made changes, it was still like. Yeah, what they handed out <laughs> was still old text that was cut. Second day of workshop. Or no, but I even mean. Moran meeting some of the demands of the... Oh, lots of demands were made. Most of the demands were, were kept. Um, That's what I... And, you know, it's like I appreciated the fact that they were responding and, like, really trying to negotiate put and put the fire out and, mm-hmm. like, really fix the problem. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of that was ever acknowledged. And it's, I'm sure the theater will feel repercussions for for a good long time. It was a very and I would just say this interesting choice. You not that mad if you out there collecting checks from them? <laughs> you mean the folks that are working now? Who were the protesters? In general, yeah. who you know how? <laughs> yeah. You 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 weren't that mad if you're out there working for them, girl. All right. And you weren't that mad. This was the icing on the cherry on top of the cake. And you weren't that mad if you auditioned and didn't make the show. Right, and wanted And joined to. the protest line. Yeah. After you've read the script. And thought it was a... Auditioned. Mm-hmm. Didn't get the role. And now you're just outraged. Now you bought a ticket to come and put on Facebook that you stormed out. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> True story, by the way. That's facts. Yeah. I don't say anything that's not true. Yeah. And you know where to find me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from St. Pete, Florida. <laughs> Florida girl. See, we don't do this in Florida. We're, we're more, I think we're genuine and authentic. It was really a lot of fake stuff that really turned my stomach. Don't be fake. But I appreciated the fact that you were part of it and that you've, you've also fought to make the play a better play. And you were very instrumental in a lot of changes in the play. And I appreciated, and we all did, all the, the entire cast, appreciated your input and your advocacy. And two of the black women that were in the production wrote letters to the coalition that never were responded to. Right. I thought that was extremely rude and, and disrespectful. disrespectful. Oh, we share those feelings? Are you surprised? No. Because <laughs> you're real. You're authentic. I would not associate myself with somebody who I felt like blew with the wind or like always wanted to be a part of something even if they really you live the creed that you speak and and that's what I respect about my my um my father my stepdad who who spoke on the first podcast so go back and check that episode out but I respect him because he lives he really lives what he believes I don't care what you believe you know your beliefs don't have to align with mine as long as they're you know you're not out here hurting people but I, I don't like it when people preach something that they don't live. Really, you're not doing that. Or at least try. Like, I know that people aren't perfect and they fall short, but 
you're protesting, but you're behaving in a way that is identical to the people that you are pointing the finger at. And that's not right. And I'm, I'm going to always be on the side of, I don't care what, be blue, purple, and I love my sisters. I am, the, I am a black stan, a black woman stan. I stand for black women. This whole podcast is for black women. And to be excluded by black women in that instance was just very difficult for me. Remember, I had a very hard time. Yes. It was a very hard time for, for all of us, but you took... You took it on because that's the kind of person you are. You you put a weight on your shoulder as a representative. And I think a little, the, the two actresses you spoke of also made that attempt as well, and they were rebuffed, and they were not appreciated, and they were treated as if they weren't there. And when you take that that burden, that that uh, passion to, a, to an issue and that affects you, and your fellow people, your fellow gender gendered people, uh, ignore you, then that hurts. That hurts because they professed to be speaking for you. <laughs> That's the ironic. It's like, it's so ironic. You know? <laughs> That's that's what concerned me. That's what made me feel. You can't, you're not speaking for all of us no. because you haven't... You haven't acknowledged <laughs> who we are and, where, and the fact that we are here. And because... And I think the, the, the actresses were saying, because we weren't invited, we don't belong. And I think that's huge, because sometimes we have to invite ourselves to the party. Mm, which and, what and is make, what ended up it, happening. They and, had yeah. to invite themselves, yeah. and they and invited uh, themselves and weren't, and weren't treated, weren't given a voice, really. I mean, they, they just, got to speak, yeah, but I mean, yeah. they got to speak, but they weren't included as, let me hear your mm-hmm. thoughts about yeah. what you feel like is yeah. going on right now. Yeah. We're listening. Maybe we'll, you know, take it into consideration and add it to what we're trying to do. Yeah. And it's strategic because it wasn't just, you know, a black, fem- a black woman coalition of artists. They named it Bay Area, blah 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 blah. So, which means if you're not a if you're not a Bay Area mm-hmm. black performing artist, your your opinion is not welcomed here. Or, or that it was supposed to be just Bay Area, but it turned out m- more national. But. Um, I th- I'm hoping that whatever comes out of this will be positive, um, because there's a lot of hypocrisy going on. Hypocrites. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Ooh, that feels good. This is why I created it. <laughs> Ooh, girl, get you some of this freedom to say what you want to say and not have to feel like you got to sugarcoat it for anybody. You may not want to start you a podcast, but we got you covered. Go ahead and call the line. If you have something that you need to get off your chest or if you have encouragement for somebody, because we also share encouraging tips. So give all your negativity to the box. And once you say it, once you put it in there, you let it go and be free. I had to free myself from that situation. I was carrying it around for a long time, but I, I got it out. We talked about it, and um, I'm going to go check out this article, but 
I also wrote an open letter in response to the open letter, which I'm going to share on my blog. If you haven't already, please go check out the blog post. Check out the blog in general. We have fun tips on there. We have information for you. We always try to provide you with fresh content, so check it out. I don't know if there's anything else I want to say about that situation. Was that pretty good? Mm -hmm. I think that sums it up. I mean, if you want to know details about it, it's on the Internet. You can go pull it up and find out what happened. Thomas and Sally produced that Marin Theater Company. Um, Okay. Okay, thanks.